0: podcast you're listening to the joe rogan experience review what a bizarre thing we've created now with your host adam Thorne. Oh, This might either be the worst podcast sorry. or the best Two, one of all time. one go one. enjoy the show this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the joe rogan experience review listeners get 10 off their first month at betterhelp.com review in 2021 mental health is finally a thing So many people are struggling right now and aren't feeling like their normal selves. Therapy helps. And it doesn't have to be sitting around just talking about your feelings. So what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. You can privately talk to someone if you feel like you're not dealing well with your stress or you're having relationship issues. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better. Because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You can keep it private that way. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is all about. See if it's for you, because you are your greatest asset. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash review. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. We are reviewing some Rogan this week. Uh, Joined as always by my co-partner in crime garrett co-pilot, co-pilot. what's up buddy mm, how, co-pilot, how, don't we, d- how we, we do- we're not we can't fly <laughs> we can't fly bro not yet no no all right well, you know joe started off his week with abby martin um i like i like that bird uh she's obviously very smart yeah super liberal um but she's feisty right i mean she doesn't fuck around when she believes something she goes for it yeah she doesn't mind making enemies she you know lover or hater you have to respect her process absolutely i think absolutely
1: i was gonna say like even though she's we we deem her as super liberal she seems to be very conscious and like logical in all her decision making on she normally has like well-defined intentions to the things that she feels extremely strongly about, you know?
0: Yeah. I almost think it would be hard to find like a Republican, you know, cause if she's extremely liberal, try and find an extremely Republican individual that has what? that same type of well-thought-out di- diagnostics that I don't know. I mean, there are them, right? you know, but, but, uh, the more fringe you get with your politics, I think the harder it is in some ways to be taken seriously. Right. But a few people do it well. I, and, I, and she's one for like that liberal end. I mean Joe has a lot of respect for it for for sure.
1: Absolutely. It's funny that she didn't see eye to eye with uh
0: what who was it, Tim
1: Ferris? Or something like that. Remember Tim Ferris was Oh
0: no no, she didn't like um Sam Harris. Sam Harris, I'm sorry. Sam Harris. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, she didn't like some of Sam Harris stuff, even though even though joe played that piece yeah. um that it, what was it was about freedom of speech right, right. And he's like so you do it was a good bit yeah you know it it was true right. at least she gave him credit for that but yeah. yeah there's some other fundamental things she doesn't believe in when it comes to sam harris
1: yeah she was pretty passionate about the uh the whole a- the whole alien thing too right mhm yeah she was uh... yeah yeah I think the more and more we talk about it, and in this this podcast, even, I mean, like we were saying, I think it's been, he has somebody on and that is related to some alien situation like twice a month now. And it's like, it's good that we're talking about it. I think that a lot more stuff about it is going to come out here real soon in the near future, you know?
0: Well, Joe said a while back that he was going to I think after they released the Pentagon, like that paper in the New York Times. Right. Joe basically made an announcement that every couple of months he's going to have somebody on and, and get the get the talk going with with uh, UFO stuff and he's really stuck to it. I'm glad that he has. Yeah. I almost, I kind of expected more juicy information to have come out by now, but I mean, how much more can we really expect? I mean, I, the ball is rolling. I was going to say like it hasn't really rolled at all until, for a long time. So until until
1: somebody's like, all right, alien baby has been sighted i mean we're pretty close to it i don't know
0: i just wish elon was more um into it yeah like it's the one area of him that i'm disappointed with he's just like i don't even think about it i'm like get the fuck out of here you don't <laughs> think about aliens constantly
1: i mean i believe him when he says that he picks and chooses what he wants to focus on that's for damn sure so
0: he's too busy no, i wasn't saying not worried about aliens. <laughs> he's like
1: if i had time he's like i don't have time have you listened to his book yeah. before? I've I, I listened to his book when I was driving cross country and how he. No, does he, does he read it? Uh, I can't remember. That would be off-putting. I don't think. It's kind I, of robotic. I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I was going to say, I don't think he did now that I'm looking back on it. But just the way that they described what he would do after school, like he would just go to the library and sit there from like three o'clock whenever they got out till like eight o'clock at night, his parents would just find him reading books like in the back of the library from a very early age well that's
0: how you get smart man right i mean he it's how you understand you know bigger picture things right. i mean he's just filled himself full of knowledge Absolutely. probably some could say before you're like ready to understand all that so then take his child's mind as he's learning the world and already he has this huge foundation of knowledge that he's applying like adolescent thought to yeah. i mean of course, he was kind of come to way different conclusions than, you know, most kids that are just like, I like candy. Now I like girls. <laughs> now I like video games and girls. Right. Good point. Good point. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's a
1: special guy. That's for sure. I don't know. If, I mean, jumping back over to Abby, I think a, a lot of the other subjects that she discussed too, especially the, the idea that the way the news paints these pictures for us is not accurate not that we didn't already know that but it's uh (laughs) it's uh, an interesting thing to
0: yeah like we thought that it was the truth
1: right just you like assume and i think that that's been more highlighted more than ever now that we talk about the new york times and all these places where there's from my understanding the new york times is still one of those things that we kind of value i've never looked to the new york times for like any kind of news i don't know where i've looked for my like quote unquote normal news that's not propaganda facebook conspiracy i, I, I mean i don't know drudge Re- you know drudge like. report or something i don't know morning brew like these certain <laughs> things that you try and watch that are supposed to be non-biased but everything's biased in its own right no matter what period right
0: yeah i mean the shit that she was saying about what's going on in the middle east yeah. like it's that's such a like difficult subject to cover when you know nothing right. about any of it but like hearing that people are just taking people's homes like i don't give a fuck what side anyone's right. on with anything if you can just walk in and take someone's home like this house is now mine but wait i live here no you don't I feel like that's fucking crazy There better
1: be some blowback on some situations like that like i mean hopefully some people have some goal
0: i don't know how that would work but that is sick. well. What was she? She was saying that, that then the people have to pay the legal costs of the yeah. person that moved in the house. Unbelievable! Talk about a kick to the nuts when you're down. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! That I I would like to know more about that. Talk about yeah. I, not that this even remotely
1: relates to that, but I I just was paying my student loan payment today, and I was looking at how much interest I've paid as opposed to how much principal I've paid over the course of the past fucking, I don't know, 15, 16 to 20 years, and I've paid 22, over $22,000 in principal, and I've paid not even $13,000 in, in principal i don't know if i see you, all right you said that i wrong. know i was gonna say 22,
0: 22 20 000 in interest tw- and thirteen thousand 000 cr- correct
1: Twenty two thousand.
0: yeah our whole life is just paying uh, this is poor people poor people's whole lives are just paying off and interest. i called
1: it in the docs and i was like this is such a racket isn't it and it's like ugh, i don't know it's like you're so handcuffed by these fucking things i don't know but that's a that's a thing that we can talk about for hours in its own right but I think she even made... Oh, they did talk about it because she said if you don't pay it off, then it's supposed to go to your first akin kin, too. Wasn't she the one that made mention of that? Is that why I thought of that? Because I think that she had talked about student loans, too.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's true. That was, Is that true? Like, your kids pay off your student loans? Right. That can't possibly be the case. Dude, they
1: tried to come after me for my dad's fucking hospital bills after he died. Like, I, I was insane. I was like, I'm not paying you. He's not alive anymore. Like, <laughs> I had to, like, call up and plead my case it was insane like it's just crazy what? people are always looking for money <laughs> so what happened they just went away he just went away i mean I, I can't remember i think i had to like prove that he was dead to them i'd like send him a death certificate or something i don't know
0: oh Ugh. It's interesting world interesting world just send his ashes in the mail is he- <laughs> you're like there you go i really feel like i had to get it sieve s- through <laughs> this
1: <laughs> but the like Best Buy is sending me all of his old bills and stuff. Like I don't know
0: if that's just how that works. That was a long time ago. But Well, I think what, it, what how it really works with a lot of those bill collectors and debt collectors and things is that um, they can ask anyone for money. And if you pay, they can accept it. So they make it seem like it's your debt or whoever's debt they can get away with. It's not illegal for me to say to you, Garrett, uh there's this bill of a thousand dollars and it's yours and you gotta pay me and you're like no go fuck yourself and then that's the end of it but if some people can be pressured into it like i don't think it's illegal to like quote unquote ask and that's why you should never pay attention to anything that doesn't pop up on your credit report (laughs) and even then if it doesn't look good dismiss you know dispute that shit it's a good good piece of knowledge to know but th- you know this is along the same lines as a lot of what abby's saying like when it comes to the media they say something like they they create this story this narrative that you know the real question is who the hell is deciding what that is right. you know is every narrative like it starts with pro america and then was, you know everybody the, else. the only thing we can disagree on is politics right. But everything else has to be pro-America and every other country is wrong or something like that. You know what I mean? That seems to be the way it is. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. But how the hell do you figure out what is right or what? I mean, you can't can't do what she does. You can't be on the ground in every situation, like, watching these things unfold. Like, it's easy for her to say, like, I know how this is going. I was there. I saw this. I'm like, okay. But, like, that's impossible for other people to do. 100% yeah,
1: impossible. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, and, and now it's like, and when it comes to news, you have to take somebody else's, I don't want to say, quote unquote, word for it. But, I mean, I, I guess it's refreshing hearing somebody, like we said, coming from Abby because she's well thought out and, and she's getting her hands dirty in the middle of these subjects. So she has a good perspective on what's going on
0: yeah i mean i'm inclined to believe somebody like that right. you know that that that's why the this sort of um platform for her is, is such a good one right. for people to get to listen to for us stupid people that are just like living our lives right. busy and not able to sieve through all the data right. to be able to outsource it to people we trust you know but how do you get to that point and who is it that you trust right it's a difficult one to figure out for sure what did you think of that monitoring your text messages for um misinformation about covid vaccine like so how is this happening this is all people's text I'll
1: tell you what I must be fucking under the radar of the
0: government hardcore because every
1: conversation I have is fuck off (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you're not spreading misinformation about covid vaccines via text message right uh, dude, uh,
1: what what is real information now i wouldn't i was going to tell you this too that <laughs> it's so ironic that the people that i work with that all were so passionate about getting the vaccine are now having covid did i tell you that? I, that? right? i don't know if i mentioned that to you yesterday yeah like at least two of the guys that i work with that were super pro gotta get the vaccine what do you know both have the fucking vid right after and i'm like the more the huh. more and more that i say that the more and more people seem to pop up that say the same thing that all the people that are having it now all have the vaccine so
0: do you think that's because of that new strain though maybe it's just that the vaccine doesn't work with that sure new strain.
1: seems ironic again doesn't it uh-oh <laughs> are you become an anti-vaccine uh- i mean i i I don't i'm just gonna go ahead and say this that i've already said it a thousand times and to any of our fans i'm a don't clear shit person and that's how i think that everybody should live their life i don't understand like you do whatever you want
0: you know sam harris has a new podcast that just came out on, on his uh streaming thing and he does it with this doctor and it's all about the covid vaccine right and they're very pro getting vaccinated but it's a it's a good it's a good uh podcast like it, it you know the guy he has on it is very smart and they make a lot of good points about um the efficacy of the vaccine like how many types of deaths have come from it who's still getting sick who isn't and they're saying like, they're very pro vaccine still yeah, they're they're basically just saying, look, there's there's very few adverse effects from the vaccine. Is Joe Va- is and Joe vaxed? Most of the people what is Joe
1: vaxxed? I haven't heard him make mention.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure he is. Dude, he's I don't
1: he's never said it once. Haven't have you heard him make mention to it? I don't know. I can't remember. I have. To, I don't. I think don't so. think he's mentioned it, and I don't. I feel like he would have at some point said, "Yeah, I went and got the vax.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know.
1: I want want to go out on a limb and say it doesn't,
0: but we'll see. Well, but back to this, like, misinformation thing. Like, she says that 80% of the news that we get is prepackaged from government agencies or corporations, right? Well, when you take that into account, I mean, that's most of, like... It's just another TV show. I don't know if that really implies that it's going to all be fake. Or or bullshit, but it does it does make you not trust it. Uh, I think it does
1: make it. It just has an agenda. Let's not say let's not say fake or bullshit. Let's just say it has an agenda before it gets before it gets filtered to us. It already has a predisposition to have you thinking some kind of way based on somebody else's agenda. Yeah, I think that that's well. Incredible. It's that's it.
0: Got, <laughs> it is terrifying regardless. <laughs> i mean it is terrifying it was just a heavy podcast it's hard to listen to it's heavy i'm glad that the rest of the week was just comedians that were ridiculous and crazy stories because sometimes i think about like having to talk about it and i'm like this is almost going to depress me just going going through it i hear you let's jump over to shane gillis (laughs) have you heard of this guy before (laughs) Dude, yeah. I've been watching his YouTube like Joe was talking about his YouTube videos yeah. and they are fucking hilarious. I'm going to watch them tonight. I I I've He has a OnlyFans, a OnlyFans, OnlyFans dad <laughs> and Joe mentioned it a few times, but that's one of the best videos. That's great. Uh but he has a bunch of others. I mean, they're they're really good skits that are very, very funny. Right. He really puts himself like it's excellent and honestly the whole story about snl like the more you learn about snl the more it makes you not want to watch that show when was not. the last time you watched it now nah, i barely never watch it i think i watched elon Musk on it because that i mean i'll see clips gonna be interesting clips to on
1: like instagram like reels when i'm going through my feed but i don't i don't know the last time i went and watched it saturday night i used to look for i remember i used to look forward to it like really look forward to it back in my maybe high school days i don't know
0: dude it was it was amazing in the 90s right. so good think of that generation right. of like everyone that was on there. really really good it's kind of been hit miss right. for a long time
1: yeah, i agree it's weird that that uh i don't want to say weird this cancel culture that i mean i'm sure we'll get into that with shane but Just tiptoeing around everything all the time just seems like I don't know. There's like a group of people that I think about when it comes to it. Kind of coincides with the Vax and then canceling and like I don't want to say that everybody's in the same boat because that's kind of generalizing. But like I think about the people that are so pro Vax, it's it has a tendency to lead them to want to cancel people more too, and to have this like woke mentality. I feel like in some regard maybe i'm being i'm obviously generalizing here but it seems to be kind of a correlating thought process that if you think one way you have a tendency to kind of be on all facets of some weird i don't know wavelength or something of thought process but
0: well i just really don't get the point of sieving through this guy's um podcast Too. And I'm sure he said something really fucked up. I think he said something. Well, then he's, basically well, his, sounded pretty racist. Oh, is that what it was? I think I think he's yeah. So they were like, "That's that can't do. That's no good." He said, "He you probably know. said cunt or something too." I think something like that. I mean, it was it was it wasn't good, right? But they, they're outrageous comedians. Right. I mean, podcasts are a place where, but I guess that's just the price you pay. Like, if you want the freedom that you get from a podcast. You better make sure that you are all in investing. And you're not looking, yeah, you're not looking for like TV and movie deals after that because you're not going to get them. You know, you've got to get to a certain place. And, you know, look at Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer's podcast, right? It's really big now because of all the exposure they've got from Joe being on rogan's podcast and now that they, they've done podcasts for years they're big but if they just jumped into it day one saying super outrageous shit on a podcast um i'd like to be- maybe they they wouldn't be able to get the momentum I it's don't know. interesting that we're saying
1: this too like the thought process that you got to kind of play by these certain rules in order to get like like these roles in hollywood or whatever seems like it should be the opposite like people that are making ripples in the waves and causing people to look at people in a different way and coming up with new ways of thinking, but you would hope that those are people getting the roles, not the people that are just like abiding
0: by the rules of Hollywood. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, there's, I guess there's just like this social contract that exists that if a network is going to stand behind you, your values have to line up with theirs and if you've stepped out of alignment, even for just a second, saying something fucked up, then you don't represent what they are, and they have to fight the you. Network. Otherwise, they're like an accomplice. Right. You know, right. They're like supporting this crazy shit that you said. The
1: network has to play this certain kind of role for its advertisers to want to be a part of it and has to appease to its advertisers. And if you're not going along with that narrative,
0: <clears throat> and then we'll go ahead and cancel you yeah you've got a couple of options <laughs> either make an apology immediately and grovel and then kind of maybe step out of the limelight for a bit yeah. and hope people forget and change your ways or... right he
1: had a good point about that too I mean, he's like should i really apologize for that and then he like went through that whole back and forth whether or not he should apologize kind of thing and it's like i don't know it's like you assume guilt if you apologize otherwise but also, if you don't apologize, it's like kind of a lose lose catch twenty two, right? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like SNL lost out, right? For sure. Yeah, you know, another video of his that's amazing is his Trump video, Trump speed dating. <laughs> it's fucking so funny. He's so is funny. He, like it's is he, is, it's better than an SNL. Is he impersonating? Is he impersonating time. Trump? yeah it's not a great impersonation to be honest but it's like good enough you get the feel and just just the other actors that he has in the in the skits with him he has a lot of good actors that like repeat in these skits and they're they're very good like they come together well i'll put some links in the bio like it's easy to find him anyway but I'll put some on there just for listeners, so you can I'll check. you can click through different videos. I'm gonna check it out. We, um, after this. Yeah, it's it's very good. Um,
1: Was he is he just an open micer? Is he a mid guy? Is he a headliner? I haven't heard.
0: No, no, he's a headliner. Yeah, he sells out shows. He's been around uh, a good while now. I think about ten years. Gotcha. Uh, he, yeah, he's a he's a legit comic for sure, and uh, you know he's just. I don't know. He was very nervous on this podcast. That was kind of... There wasn't. I think he, you know, has a lot... He had a lot riding on it because of everything he's been through. And he had some, like, fuck yous to hand out, I think. Right. You know? Like, I've made it anyway, despite right. type of thing. But... uh yeah, he was a little nervous until he drank a bunch. What he kept going over about that Joe Rogan comment right, he made. Right. I, I was, Dude, it was painful to listen I to. Like, I was like, bro, you gotta let was that like, go. Joe's like, I didn't even pay attention to what you're talking about. I don't know what you were talking. About. Yeah, Joe totally missed. <laughs> Dude, to be honest, I missed. <laughs> I did it did not land. I didn't. It was bad. It
1: didn't get it either. I think he was making. Well, I think he was making more reference. Uh, yeah, it just didn't land. I guess is the appropriate way to. Qualified.
0: but it shows he's a real comic you right. know he didn't move on like he he was like damn it i had that plan yep. and i'm beating <laughs> myself up about it like that's a real that's how you get good yeah. that's how you get good. Th- you know one thing i got really annoyed about in the pod and i rarely get annoyed listening but i'm like fuck i hope he keeps talking about this is joe is talking about dmt mm-hmm. or that guy brought it up and then he starts joe started to kind of describe the difference between five meo and then the nn dimethyltryptamine the other one, the where you see the visuals, right. the five meo one. He mostly only, he's touched on it a few times, um, but I re- he like almost went into a story about it, like really deeply describing it, but got way off track. And then they ended up talking about Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz talking shit to right. each other. But yeah, man, I was like, if go back don't forget where you're at have you, did have you done that before 5 meo the 5 meo yeah how is that and it's weird yeah. and it's it's very strange self-reflective that self-reflective. one you kind of cease to exist that's why i like wanted to get joe's take on it like more of that take yeah. and uh yeah he didn't go into it you just kind of skipped cease over it to and, exist god that sounds fucking nutty
1: yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, that's what I try. To, I try is. to explain to people like when I did that salvia. That was only a minute situation, but I have such a distinct, like, like recall of that situation, and that was probably ten, fifteen years ago. But I remember just like everything that I knew to be true, like the way I described it, like the fact that my hand is like right here just wasn't the case so i feel like i kind of understand a little bit of what you're saying when you say cease to exist did
0: did you feel kind of completely disconnected from 100 i'm like i guess
1: i'm just not here anymore like that's what i like laid down i'm like i hope that this comes back and then i like came back to consciousness but i was like just felt like i was gone like i was like anything that i knew to be true like the fact that i'm myself and i'm like who i am and this is like life was gone like i was like holy shit, I guess I'm just gone. Like, it's not here anymore. And then I, like, came back, too, and I'm like, oh. I remember I came out of it, and I go, oh, I get it now. And my brother said that's what I said right when I came out of it.
0: You get it? What did you I, get? I
1: don't know. That nothing's real? I, <laughs> it's just such a weird thing because I came out of this, like, trance, and the first words out of my mouth were, I get it now. So, I mean, I must have had some kind of insight to something. I don't know. But it. But you forget well it. I just feel like it was a separation from the self more or less like I feel like I was had a better perspective on the unity of kind of this whole organism of humanity as opposed to just like the singular
0: one conscious self yeah it's unnerving yeah for Especially sure. in hindsight. it's like the type of thing that's it, which is scary when you like it kind of freaks me out when I knew people that went back and did that 5meO multiple times. Yeah. For me, I was like, I saw it once, and I'm like, okay, saw that. (laughs) Like, that's not. It's not a place that I feel like you want to go back to conquer, right? It's not like, oh, I did some shrooms and felt weird, um, so I'll just do it again and try and not resist and go with it. And yeah, it's like, it's it's a place where you don't want to exist. He was talking. What, what was he saying? That he did some
1: Molly and then decided to take some shrooms at one point. <laughs> yeah, that sounds a
0: little intense. I don't recommend that. Seven grams. He had a rough time with that. Yeah, one. I can imagine. Yeah, have you ever have Maybe. you ever taken too many mushrooms? I've I've heard a story that one of the most disturbing stories I've ever heard was a friend of mine um, was getting blackout drunk. And they had a vial of acid. And him and his friend just started betting each other to take hits. So, you know, it takes time to kick in and you're drunk. You know, that kind of like, like when you're basically blackout, I mean, you are not making good decisions. Your confidence is through the roof and your intelligence is through the floor. And supposedly they they finished the bottle and they tripped both of them for like a week and they it was like psychologically really damaging because you can't get out of it yeah and we're well like you think it's gonna last forever we, and you're reanalyzing your thought day after day without really sleeping and yeah where do, you just find, c- where, where, like where do you just panic and this is something you did on a blackout night drunk so how do you even function it where you just like
1: lose your job how do you
0: show, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't ask. Your bus, about hey that. man, I, didn't, I took a
1: vial of acid last night. I will be in. I'll be yeah. in in a week. See what's
0: going on. I'll be in in Yeah, because <laughs> the half life is long. It's not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> like you're gonna be just a, as high as. I mean, it's gotta that sounds like a rough go. It, yeah, that's gotta really fuck with you. Because <laughs> after a while, you just you just to a point where you're like, I don't. Uh, well, I've lost my completely. mind. And now I'm building on top of losing my mind. And a week of anything sure. is long enough to torture yourself beyond belief. I mean, our PSA here is go easy yeah, on these don't things. It. Don't combine them more. <laughs> Don't do them all at once. It's not a race. Let's
1: make the decisions a little bit more conscious when we're... Let's just not even get blacked out or don't do anything silly when you are blacked out. Let your like, ego get the best.
0: Yeah, just try not to get blacked out. That, I feel like that's asking for trouble. That's probably a good, good baseline. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, man. Yeah, that's a terrifying story. Yeah, I... Uh...
1: When I say too much, too, it's like you've, I've I've taken mushrooms to the point where it's when you lose sight of consciousness. But it's also sometimes when you just let go like that, there's a certain balance in like I don't in harmony if you can find it, and it can take you to some good places. I think that's why that's why I think he makes reference to mushrooms as often as he does is because they do offer some perspective on life and, when taken the
0: right ways. I think that that's, that's mostly the overarching message of really any psychedelic is you've, you've got to, um, give in to it, surrender to the feeling. Like these are just emotions in yourself that if you don't just sit and feel and accept, like, even if it's scary, just like, just feel it, accept it and it will pass. But if you fight it like continuously, it's just like in life if you fight your own emotions it's gonna be a real hand your, like you're not gonna smoothly get through that at put all put
1: yourself in the right set and setting prior to to in, in influence a positive experience don't
0: put yourself that's <laughs> that's a big part right. of it for sure don't be, don't, yeah if you're super stressed out or with people that don't love you and care about you it's not no, gonna be a good move no, do not do that it's not going to be a good move. Oh, uh, here's a first that I remember. Joe calls out Conor McGregor to come on the podcast. I, I heard that too. Yeah, Dude, the- it's time. I think it's time he goes on. He's saying some crazy shit right now. He just tweeted at um, uh, Numa Getoff today, making fun of his dad dying of COVID. What, he, like, what Jesus, did he say? Connor? Just something like, like, I don't know what it was. Like, COVID is good and... <sighs> your dad's dead or i don't know he deleted it right away but i'm like dude you're playing he's probably hitting that whiskey he has dude i wouldn't uh, that's, that's maybe he's maybe he's blacking out. what that's messed dude, up man. yeah whatever
1: dude i don't care how much whiskey i've had that's just like a bad human if that's really what he's doing that's fucking dumb like what are you doing
0: well maybe he's upset maybe he's in a lot of pain maybe he's depressed. i don't care i mean i'm not making excuses for it obviously it's still fucked up yeah, but that's fucked up he's, i don't know what the story yeah is, he's but that's he's not in a good place obviously he just lost broke his ankle I'm, hanging out with justin b i gonna say not in a good making place He's on fucking
1: 100 mil and broken foot whatever i think he's worth over a half a million like what over a half a billion or something crazy either
0: I think so your true
1: your true colors shine no matter what and he's really stretching with the like things that like he comes like he talks about like Dustin Poirier's like wife slide into his dms like dude I'd fucking murder you like outside of the ring if you said some shit like that even in the ring like get out of here
0: well I mean Dustin's got the beat him up twice right. so <laughs> that's a good point you know he's done enough i mean he knocked him out one a, time a good point. all right let's jump over to ari shafir and we'll finish this up um ari i miss him i'm glad he's back on the podcast who knows where he's been i guess he went to ecuador that's where he was smoking yeah. some acid laced marijuana he said yeah. he uh
1: he went to that place that i was gonna go over covid that was where we were thinking about buying a hostel was that montanita place in ecuador Oh, is yeah, that right? Yeah, like on my radar for sure. It was funny listening to him talk about his experiences there because it's definitely been where I've wanted to go.
0: It's always badass hearing his stories, yeah. like how he can just move to any country, like how free he yeah. is. Um, you know, I and it's cool now. I mean, it, he's in his mid-40s. Right. Who knows? In like 20 years, it might actually sound sad, but in a way, he's so wealthy right. from his podcast which is huge, right. by the way. His podcast is massive. Right. And the sponsor money he gets from that, I guess he got money from his... I guess he didn't get that much money from Special. the Comedy Central show. But, you know, he gets paid for his specials. He still gets paid to tour. Like, he he's he's doing fine for himself. Right. So just having that freedom to move around, dude, that's kind of it just makes him a super interesting dude.
1: That's a, I, I completely, like, relate to his... Thought process. My buddy Justin and I were just talking today, and he's like, "I'm gonna work till November, and then I'm gonna try and take ten months off." And basically, he doesn't. I, I think he knows who Ari is, but basically, do exactly what Ari does: is just pick different places to go visit. There's a certain uh, certain perspective too to be able to do that by yourself. I, I've never traveled like that, but I think that it would be kind of cool. I, I actually really enjoy it company of at least one other person in that setting because i went with a couple of buddies and really enjoyed the three weeks i had just backpacking around central america but i bet doing doing it by yourself you'd probably learn a lot about yourself too seems like ari's pretty in touch with what he
0: he knows what he likes and what he doesn't like it's i think it's a totally different trip in a lot of ways if you take people with you because that's like your safety bubble you know it's like you already have fun with them and you're experiencing it together whereas there's more thoughtful solitude when you're on your own making decisions purely just you more alone time like are you crunching something what's happening no crunching the (laughs) (laughs) the yeah i mean it's a it's a braver trip in a lot of ways i think on your own but you got to ask yourself what you're going for like if you're going to relax chill have fun it's more of a distraction if you're going to kind of like find yourself in a sense which is how i perceive he is more then then it's more of that like exploratory type thing right um what did you think of his ayahuasca story I say his experience with those shamans um
1: i think that that's there's a lot of truth to that i remember being in Guatemala I can't remember what drug I did some sort of like peyote thing but I remember very vividly interestingly enough like I had a. I went to a funeral of a buddy whose brother i had never met but I did this like trip there and I remember coming out of it and his brother's name was Maddie and I remember Matty came to me in this trip I hadn't thought about him in like a year or two I hadn't even been back to Arizona and it was a buddy from Arizona and he goes can you let my brother know that I'm okay and I'm proud of him and I was I, like, was so driven after that fact that I, like, call I, I called Noah and said that to him. So, like, when I hear stories that he talked about with, like, Mitzi and stuff like that, like, kind of seeing the other side, I feel like I've kind of seen that. And I know there's more. Like, that's what I know there's more to this from my perspective. So, hearing him talk about his interaction with Mitzi when he came back and, hearing joe get so emotional about it it's like i I think there's a lot to that and i think that the, the psychedelic world and maybe ayahuasca allows people a gateway to come to that point
0: well this is what i was thinking about when i heard that i'm like what does that mean like i've never had anything like it so i'm like is this just a thought that you're having or does it not feel like a thought like you are sure that that is that i was person. sure that
1: that was that person
0: because i had did you see them like
1: describe I, I, what, it was a it feeling too to be honest i don't know it was like it just like came to, like it just like came to me and to be honest with you i've kind of touched my mom in that scenario too like when i was there like i felt a similar thought process like she's like it's okay and i think you're doing okay like it was more of a feeling and kind of those words kind of felt that way too but It was very vivid and the fact that i had never met him before either like i just knew his being was crazy so it was like i knew that was who that was and i hadn't thought about it in years so it just like came to me so i don't know and i had i felt so confident in it like i said i had called my buddy that day and i said i this is what happened and i I feel obligated to call you and tell you this i know it sounds kind of weird but this is what happened, he's like, I really appreciate you calling me, and it makes me feel a little bit of, uh, not closure, but a lot comfortable with the scenario, like, he felt like, I could tell that it had an impact on him, because it had an impact on me.
0: Yeah, I wonder what's going on there, it's so fascinating, is this just, like, your brain I don't know. playing out a story of, of something that you're thinking about at the moment that's emotionally charged, well, or is it, it like, happens. is it more? Yeah, it or that? it actually happens, and there is a spirit world that i mean i mean who knows because you don't often hear people talk about hallucinogenic stories where they're having conversations with people that are still alive that would kind of debunk the whole sure like thing right if you were like yeah i was speaking to my dad and they're like but your dad's still alive you're like yeah that's a good point but i was speaking to him while <laughs> tripping like it doesn't se- you know right. what i mean it doesn't seem to happen yeah. like that it's like oh these these people you that you could never speak to again right. It's a, i mean and it's a good point that's fascinating i mean the what did you think of his what was he call it purity orbs ooh, i like that like yeah and and just how he interpreted what was happening and making these like perfect i was gonna say it seems like
1: a slang term like you could just call it like it seems kind of cool you bet like, ooh, that's pretty pure like you know what i mean like
0: i think that we we should yeah. probably bring that that's like, fire we should bring that could be like the new yeah. thing that's pure bro that sounds that sounds pure, pure. Would be like those new douchey yeah. <laughs> assholes that just invent the new world. No, I, it's pure I did like
1: it though because you were ta- i I I want to believe that I have a few of those moments from time to time, like the moments where you feel completely in tune and in the zone that you like can't miss a shot or like can't not tell a joke or like you get on a roll of doing something. And you're in that pure zone. That's a beautiful place to be.
0: Yeah, I kept thinking of flow. Like they talk about that, yeah. right? It's like a flow that you get yep. in. And you're feeling that flow. I, I felt like that was the same thing he's talking right. about, like that purity, yep. you, know, yeah. you know. Just and 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 the same story about Mitzi, like how hard Mitzi pushed mm-hmm. Aerie. Like she, at the time, he hated right. it. And then Joe tells similar stories, like, I, you know, I, I, I got pushed. I had to follow these killers, and it was like they tortured me. You know, she kind of tortured them, but made them go... Yeah. So and, and that's such an interesting thing to think about because you're like, well, wait a second. How, how do you put that in your own life, right? In a way, you can just sit there and think about anybody that's really got you emotion, like has really got you working, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes it's not just people that love you. It's people that seem to hate you. Right. They get you working. They motivate you to just be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna do this shit, and and you—I don't know—you just never take a moment to sit there and go, "Wow, I'm glad that they did that." Like I should thank uh, them. Like it takes it takes a big person to be able to thank someone that that like was straight up out to get you. But if you can bring yourself to that place, especially if like you got a tremendous growth from it. Well, I'll, t- I'll I tell you what, important. I think I was,
1: I don't know if I made mention of this, I, I work with somebody who has, I've made reference to it, she has a tendency to be negative from time to time, and I try and communicate, and so I'm having a difficult time doing it, but even the past few days, like, when I'm writing my gratitudes, I'm like, thank you for so-and-so for allowing me to be patient, and I, I try and, like, reaffirm that I need these, like, everything that's hard, treat it as a lesson rather than like it's hard you can look at anything and say it's hard but if you look at it as like a lesson something that you can grow from nothing is a is not. i mean it's kind of that thomas edison thing it's like i learned how to not make a light bulb 10,000 times you know what i mean
0: yeah if you can kind of look at it. yeah which you might think oh that makes you sucky at making nah. light bulbs but really it makes you the best right. at it i read a quote today that talked about um an expert or a master how did it fucking go an expert or a master is someone that is made every mistake possible in their field um uh in their like in their specific in their narrow field or something right. i kind of butchered the fuck out of that and I, I can i let me see if i can find it i can find it hold on i can do way better all right an expert is a man who has made all the mistakes which can be made in a narrow field meaning yeah you you know it's like take jujitsu like the only thing that makes you good at that is doing everything wrong so many times you know what you don't like you can't do any of those avenues it's like a maze that you walk blind and all you're doing is just walking down every passage and smacking into the wall and going not that way Yep. it's like nobody walks through the maze and gets it That's right funny. the first this time is like, if they do they're not going to be able to walk through it again this, like there was this, like this is br- this shit.
1: brings up a story that wayne dyer said he said that i can't remember he, somebody wrote a biography he's like but write it in, in a paragraph and he said i walked down a street one day. I, I'm going to butcher this too. But he's like, I walked down the street the next day and I, and I fell into a hole. And he's like, I walk down the street again and I fall into a hole. He's like, I get out of the hole. I come back. He's like, and he goes over this whole thing and then he's like, and then I go down a new street. And I'm like, that's so, I mean, that's kind of relays what relates directly to what you're saying to some extent. You try and try and try and then you figure out, all right, well, I'll try something else.
0: Yeah, and along with that, I mean, you can't always be pushed into growth by people that love you. Right. Sometimes it's by people that hate right. you. And in a weird way, you like you should thank yeah, them. Yeah, I was gonna say because a... you wouldn't have, you may not have got there without, without it. Without a doubt, I think
1: my there's three words that my brother talks about at the baseball camp to the kids. He says, "Figure it out." He's like, rather than asking questions right away, and I, this is so simple, but I feel like it relates to so many of us, especially me. I try to be better about this too rather like you try something once and you can't figure it out and then you're like so the immediate thing is to ask somebody that's right around like how do you do this what do you do it's like wait one second try something else and 99% of the time that second thing or the third thing that you try is going to work and there's a lot more satisfaction in figuring it out for yourself than asking somebody else how to do something every time
0: because in a sense asking for help is important and it may teach you the answer but it doesn't give you a lot of independence no. and it might be actually pretty close to failure right. and giving right. up because if no one's there to give you the answer right. you're like well i have no other choice that's what, but that's to give what there's got to
1: yeah. be some satisfaction in traveling alone like that because it's like you got to you got to find you got to find your own path in that situation You kind of like got to let that relate to your own life too don't always look to everybody else you got to forge your own path you know
0: mm yeah I, I, that was a big really the so much of the message of ari's right. podcast like even even at the end he shows such gratitude by calling out those three comedians it was a little awkward right. but like he's like telling all the clubs to like book these people yeah. i mean it's it's just like this idea of helping others right. however you help Dude, them how much do how much know? do i
1: love watching joe cry i don't know what it is but it just gets
0: me fired up like it because i dude he's an emotional guy i think it's excellent that he can express it's so good it's, his it's, emotions it's, like that on a podcast it's so and it's important for people to hear to know that you can i remember listening and to him and it's i healthy. was thinking to myself i'm like i need to cry more like i, I literally thought about that because i think about how refreshing it
1: is for your soul to kind of sometimes you just need to feel shit you know
0: bit of homework yep cry this guess, week find something to cry about i mean, <laughs> I mean literally you got, you got i recommend watching goodwill hunting yeah, right. you can get it with that That'll free
1: will get, get you there maybe free willy, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right let's wrap it up for this week as always guys thanks for listening really appreciate you um it's awesome that you've come on this journey with us with the review we've done this i think i've done this for like almost five years now and uh it's just a real pleasure and i'm glad that you guys uh are into it and let's appreciate you guys i and, love uh, you thank you later, later skaters